Welcome to the Woes Podcast. This is Matt Lau. And I'm Gabriel O'Day. All right, so Matt, you're the captain of this vessel. What we got going on in this podcast? In this episode, we'll catch up with three of my former Sunday school students. The first guest is Sam. He goes to U Maryland. Second guest is, her name is Steph. She goes to UC Berkeley. So we have two college students that are freshmen that are now at home because of the COVID-19 outbreak. And then also Steph's little brother, Patrick, is a senior in high school. Yeah, and I think the type of guests we've got on right now are a good prototype for the voices that we want to make heard through this podcast. We will ask the three guests how they're doing. We're going to call it What's Your Situation? They're going to share a little bit about their lives and just their experiences. In addition to that, we're also going to talk a little bit about their faith. And that's actually a good point because we're both Christian guys. I'm not afraid to say that, and I know you're not. So I think, um, what, what do you want the role of religion to be in this podcast? Because this obviously isn't supposed to be a religious podcast. While we'll talk about religious themes, it'll only mirror the significance of religious themes in our lives. It's, like you said, is not the most religious podcast. It's, we're not trying to be a preacher or we're not trying to be a pastor in this situation, but we're just bringing some authentic conversation into um, the world about our lives and just to see how things are going, to walk through life together. The, the guests that I bring on, especially today, they, they were great students and they were just, they have so much in store for them in their lives and to hear what's going on in the process and to hear how God is still involved in their life even throughout this growth is just amazing. Yeah, exactly. And it just, what we are is a platform and a voice and whatever they want to say is what they'll want to say. So it won't always have religious themes. I'm sure we'll have lots of guests that want nothing to do with religion and we're not going to force them to address something they're not interested in talking about. In addition to that, we will have a couple of segments um, that are just more fun. Um, they'll react to some news, funny news in the world, um, and then they'll te- maybe teach me a little bit of English slang <laughs> in their language because I don't understand what they're saying. But Yeah, Matt is very out of touch, as it were. He's a boomer in the making. In 20 years, he's going to represent whatever demographic the 20-somethings hate. Don't call me a boomer in the making. That makes me sound like I actually have boomer qualities. Okay, Zoomer. You know, you're actually a millennial and I'm Gen Z, so you should let me lead this with uh, with our people groups. <laughs> It's kind of crazy because, you know, we when we talk to these guests, like they have no idea who you are. <laughs> oh, yeah, no idea. So they've got a bunch of background with Matt and a little bit of background between Matt and I's friendship is I showed up in Matt's life uh, September last year and then January this year. But we hit it off pretty well. But yeah, these guys have no idea. And Matt is an Asian-American and our guests are predominantly Asian-American. But I don't know if you can tell by my voice, I'm white as hell. <laughs> so that'll be something interesting for us to dance around in my experience teaching sunday school i always love talking to kids about college and they'd be talking about their high school lives and i'm like you're gonna have so much fun in college like there is an experience you're gonna grow so much as well so just seeing the transition and the gap or the difference just like in today's episode the difference between patrick and steph their siblings one's in high school was in college one's living in the east coast in high school one's living on the west coast in college i guess to put it succinctly for our demographic, we want them to know they're not alone. And for other demographics, we want our demographic to be heard. Yeah. There might be people out there that might not be comfortable with what we're saying. So if what we say is uncomfortable, feel free to turn the off button. We do want to keep some sort of, to, to look at things lightly from just that perspective. 
Yeah, I think at a young age, we learn that humor is the best coping mechanism. So when the world gets worse, the world can also get funnier. And that doesn't mean that we don't acknowledge that it's getting worse, that things are getting hard, but we found a way to deal with it. And we're trying to find those other people that deal with it that way. So if you're 40 something, this is what your kids are going through. And if you're the child of a 40 something, you're not alone. Other people are going through it too. So with that being said, uh, here's the pilot and I hope you guys enjoy. All right, welcome to the first episode of the podcast. My name is Matthew. I uh, am 24 years old and I'm using this podcast as a way to catch up with some of my old friends. I also have a good friend of mine, Gabriel. You can introduce yourself real quick. He's going to be my co-host and co-producer. Hey guys, looking forward to being on the podcast with you. Um, just a little bit about me. I'm, my name is Gabriel O'Day. I finished my undergrad last year in philosophy and right now I'm working in the city. Well, I was till this whole thing hit. We have some great guests. They're former Sunday school students of mine and now good friends. So first guest I'd like to introduce is Sam. Can you introduce yourself? What's up guys? I'm Sam. I'm a freshman in college. I go to UMD right now. Yeah, cool to be here. Cool. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm currently studying CS, so I stare at computers all day. And my second and third guests are actually siblings, uh, 18 months apart, Stephanie and uh, Patrick. So Stephanie, can you introduce yourself real quick? Hey, hey guys, um, I'm Stephanie. I'm currently also a first year, just like Sam. I'm uh, studying business administration, hopefully with like a double minor in like data science and Chinese. And I go to UC Berkeley. Cool, and Patrick? And uh, so I'm Patrick, I'm Stephanie's younger brother. I'm currently a senior in high school. I go to J.P. Stevens in Addison, New Jersey. Great, so I'm just excited to talk to you guys. So obviously we mentioned that COVID-19 is a big deal. So you guys are all at home social distancing. Patrick and Steph are in the same room right now. Family Six feet room. apart, don't worry. <laughs> Six feet apart? Oh, thank goodness, I was scared. <laughs> but I did want to ask you guys how, like, what's going on with the situation because I am far removed from the education life for like three years now. And I, I wouldn't know, I, I never had any sort of situation like this where your school even closed down for more than a day or two because of snow. So like, I want to ask Sam and Steph, let's start with Sam. Like, you know, what's, what happened? What's, what's going on? Like, how was your transition from not having to go to school anymore? And like, what's your story? So like my school, Maryland, we... Like we were one of the later ones, I think, to cancel class, especially for the rest of the semester. Like they just announced that a few days ago. But then when they told us to go home, it was like this feeling that they were trying to hold on as long as possible. But seeing how bad it got, like there's no way that could happen. So they sent us home and yeah, definitely you can tell there's nothing like this that's happened before because they're like all faculties just racing to get material covered. Like, they gave us an extra week of spring break just because, like, they don't really know how to do online classes and stuff. So I'm not really sure how it works out, but it should be okay. I think it'll work out. Do you feel like you're missing out on your spring semester freshman year at all? Like, for me, a lot of my memories are from freshman year because of how many friends I made in my dormitory. Yeah, dude, I think, like, personally, having it towards the back end of freshman year sort of sucks because... This, like, I think this semester is when it really starts to get good. Fall semester, when you just enter, you're trying to figure out where your community is, where you belong, like, what you want to do. And so once you get settled in, I think that's when it really starts to take off. And so that was pretty much for me this semester. Like, I was having a lot of fun. 
I'm just really starting to know people and uh, hanging around them a lot. And so not being around them uh, is sort of tough. I guess distancing is sort of necessary in time like this. Are you still doing anything to catch up with your friends that you're making now from Maryland? I think uh, like maybe not all of us because, you know, large groups or like large um, organizations with more than a few people, it's tough to get everyone in the same room or like same video chat at the same time. But different like friends. Yeah, I think we've all been trying to catch each other up. It's sort of weird because right now it's technically still be spring break, but we're all treating it like wow, now we really miss each other because we know we're not going to see each other for the rest of the semester. When you're not doing work or whatnot that you have online, like what do you do with your free time? <laughs> Yo, dude, I started playing League of Legends. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Did you play before? No, dude, yo, I suck, man. Yo, best, best, best accomplishment of this, like, spring break is learning how to play jungle, dude. I'm a beast. Don't ask anyone, because they're gonna, they're gonna say my KDA is terrible, but, uh... That's a commitment to learn that game. I, I had friends who played it when I was in high school, like, what, like, seven years ago? Like, I just didn't like it at all. Yeah, same kudos for you getting in on the League of Legends that late in the game, man. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe a little too late. I think I'm past my prime. Pastor Prime. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shout out to you. Think of what you could have been if we started you young, man. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Late bloomer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, Sam. Steph, can you share a little bit about your situation all the way in California? Yeah, sure. So I think like California is like one of the places that it started like pretty bad, at least. So like we actually got like online classes pretty early in the game. Originally, I was going to plan on just staying in my dorm because our dorms are still open right now because the chancellor made a promise to like a bunch of international students that like they keep the dorms open. So I kind of wanted to just stay and like continue because I'm, I'm like pledging a business fraternity right now. So I wanted to like continue like being there, just like pledge with my like pledge brothers and stuff. And I was like planning to go to like L.A. for spring break. But then all of a sudden they announced like we have a shelter in place in the Bay Area. So it's, it's like one step down from a lockdown where like you're not really able to like go outside unless you're doing something like essential or something like that. So it's like pretty strict and like a bunch of businesses are already closing. So it just like, it didn't really make any sense to just stay there anymore. So I came back last Wednesday and I'm like kind of bummed obviously just because like I, like most of my friends are still in California and like there's like a three hour time difference now. So it's just like very weird and yeah, it's been strange, but I'm sure like it'll get better. Hopefully like once everything dies down, I'll be able to like go back to LA and just like hang out with my friends. When you came back, I, I did see a picture on Facebook. Your dad went to pick you up. Yeah, because we had to like move out and everything. <laughs> and I like a lot of stuff. Really? Oh, you moved yeah, out for like, good, right? Because yeah, you're, yeah. you're assuming you're not going back to campus this semester. Yeah. So they have like my university has like a thing that if you move out by April 1st, you get like a like a two-third like one-third I think refund on your housing so that's nice do you get to spend that money no unfortunately not wait Steph did you drive across the country or fly oh no I flew I flew can you walk us through the airport experience right now yeah the airport so it's like super actually it's a little bit more crowded than I thought it's like I, I've been seeing like a lot of my friends when they go on the like Cause a lot of my friends left before me so when i saw like their pictures of them on the airplanes it was just literally just like them and like one other person but like my flight was actually like i would say like one third full it was like i but 
Can you imagine talking <laughs> about a one-third full plane like that is an accomplishment? Like, what a crazy world yeah, right now. Yeah, it was so weird. Like, And everyone was, like, wearing a mask. But to be honest, I think it was okay. It was it was pretty nice just being on an empty, sort of empty plane. Have you been um, quarantine, self-quarantining to make sure you weren't exposed? Or what, what's your precaution level? Yeah, I haven't been outside since I got back. Um, I think I'm probably just insane inside my house for, like, two weeks. And then, but to be honest, everyone was kind of inside their house right now. But otherwise, I think it should be okay. I feel like I might have probably already been exposed to it, like just living in a dorm, like in an area with like like some of my friends like went to Wuhan like during the winter break. So, oh wow, <laughs> Wuhan specifically? Yeah, I know some people who were in Wuhan during winter break. Oh my goodness, is Wuhan like a travel spot? Or are they from there? Or like they're from there or like they like they were in China and they just like went there too. Wow. They didn't get any soup, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully they didn't eat any bats. Patrick, how do you feel about sitting six feet across from your sister right now? <laughs> um, well, I think for me, like my quarantine experience is just like a little bit different just because I am in high school. And like um, at the time that like COVID-19 started like really penetrating into the United States, um, that was the week where um, our school had a band trip um, to Florida. So um, we still went on the trip just because it was still kind of early at the time. Um, but I think it was really like, it was really weird just like um, like seeing like a bunch of things on the news and then there's like having 500 kids from school just like at Disney World or at Universal Studios. Um, was, I think, um, so while we were there, uh, they announced that they would cancel school, which I guess was nice, but like, so, um, I think the earliest we're going back to school is April 13th, but like, probably not like, um, I've been hearing reports that we're not going back to like the beginning of May, um, which I guess is good and bad because like, I mean, it's nice to be able to see people one more time, like senior year before, like we all go off to college and everything like that. Um, but there's like so much that like we already missed out on so i guess it's really weird like they already announced that like uh, all the ap exams that we're taking are going to be online and they're like taking off all the material that we're, like we're, we're supposed to be learning like after march i guess um i think they were talking about like canceling prom and stuff like that which i guess like a really big bummer i mean like we understand why they do it but like you know why it have to happen to my class right yeah you're definitely getting the the short end of the stick in the scope of yeah. time. It's incredibly disappointing, man. Did you also have travel during, like, like your sister, like when you came back from the band trip, or was yeah? That- so like when we came back, so like um, so it was like a Wednesday to Sunday, right? I forget the exact dates, but when we came back on that Sunday, that was the day where like Disney Universal they closed all their parks. So the airport at Orlando was like crazy packed. Like it took our whole band like probably three hours to get through security um just because everyone was trying to leave but like when we got back to newark i mean like the place was just like empty like there was no one there like at all it's kind of crazy wow jfk and LaGuardia are just ghost towns right now it's insane so pat um some of the solutions they're workshopping for high school is resuming classes whenever they can and going through the summer is that something you're on board with or do you feel like you shouldn't have to lose your senior summer as well well one of the things that makes jp different from all the other schools is we actually don't have air conditioning um so like june june yeah we don't have air conditioning in our school so june itself is torture so like if we have to be like i don't even think the teachers want to be there during the summer 
Um, so I think like we're doing mostly classes online now. I think as teachers are you know getting more used to it, that's probably something we're going to stick with because I don't think anyone wants to be in our school during the summer. Yeah. Okay. I think I think that's the right approach too to digitize it as much as we can. Yeah. So Patrick and Steph, what are you guys doing now? Are you spending more time together because you're at home? Like I asked Sam what he's doing with his free time, but you two, are you guys like watching TV or what are you guys doing? Yeah. Well, Steph's asleep no, most of the time. Yeah, most of the time I'm asleep because, you know, it's just been a while since I've been able to sleep. So just sleeping is really nice. But like I haven't tried to sh- like teach Patrick like like discounted like cash flows, but he's just not that interested. What? Yeah, I don't know if anyone will be interested. <laughs> I can't believe that. Uh, it's very hard for me to get interested in just like page after page of like Excel spreadsheets. Yeah, I mean, I have been so torn whether to spend my time playing League or looking at Excel spreadsheets, so I feel like <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, League might be the wave. Sam, you gotta come teach us. Oh, true. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how much you're gonna get taught, but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I know nothing, and we can work backwards from there. Beginning of Sam's uh, streaming career. <laughs> oh, no, dude, if, if, if I started streaming, man, that whole thing would just be screaming, like, yo, dude, get him, get him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that. I also want to ask you since, like, a lot of how I know you guys is you guys were all part of the youth group when I was a counselor. I'm not that old. Again, I like to preface that I'm 24. Quiet, Grandpa. (laughs) And and I also taught you guys in Sunday school just a few years or last year for Patrick. How has your faith been? What's maybe a biggest struggle or victory that you've had recently in light of being home? I think just, like, I think part of what like what works about like high school and college is like they do have like a lot of structure there for you so like it's really hard for me to get myself motivated to like do the work now that like I have so much like free time to myself and like I'm at home and like there's no one really telling me what to do I think that's sort of like the same way like with what's been going on at church just because like I haven't exactly had a good night's sleep in a long time so like I'm really relishing like the weekends where I can sleep like 12 13 hours so I think it's really hard for me just like to get the willpower to wake up early enough to you know turn on the live stream for church or like whatever like that one of the things that like helps me most is my faith is like being able just like to talk to people about it and again like social distancing has sort of made that a little bit harder than like i would like it to be definitely just like just trying to be able to like work with our situation try like you know even like even like digitize like uh group devos and just like working around that is just a good way to you know get my faith going still have you guys tried doing that in the youth groups currently? Um, I think we're like, we're still, cause it's really hard for the older counselors to sort of like figure out how we're trying to do it. Like I think my tribe, uh, last Friday we used Discord, but um, <laughs> my, our, our counselor had no idea what Discord was. So that was a, was a bit of a, a bit of a problem. Discord? Is your I don't counselor want a, a thousand years old? He's like 55 at least. So like, I mean, <laughs> okay, it's, so it's, so it's kind of what we ex- 30, no, I'm we're not 35. Just, we're just trying to, like, you know, help him out, you know, like, fix. I think, like, I don't know, towards the end, I think he was understanding it more. So maybe this Friday, a youth group will have a little bit better of an experience. Discord? No, I want to get along. Not Discord. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're making dad jokes, too. There, <laughs> Well, hopefully that goes well for you. But, uh, all right, so what about Stephanie? How has your faith been? Um, I think one thing about college is definitely like 
you have to make more of a conscious effort to like go to church and like be involved because it's a lot different than like high school where like your parents just bring you to church and you just like tag along and like you're like I guess like I'll just go so college I think it's definitely a place where like you either like really just like stray away or you like become super solid because you're actually like making that conscious choice and I think like it's been really great like finding community in college with those people who are like super Christian because I, I never thought like like Berkeley would be a place that would have so much like so many churches and so many like uh, fellowship groups but it's actually like fairly saturated with like Christian groups and everything so I've been able to like really find a nice community there and like even even just like in places that are not even like in church or like in my fellowship group like I'm able to like in my floor or like in my like pledge class and like my fraternity there's like a lot of people who are like also really Christian and like just being able to like talk to them and like being with them has been like such a blessing too so I think like overall it's been pretty nice and also like the zoom times for church in California are just like way later so I can like sleep in which is really nice too nice that's when three hour yeah what, what time is church start for you like for for you um, now like well, it's like it's like two p.m., so it's like pretty pretty solid. Church at two p.m. is the most California thing I've ever heard. Of. I love that. <laughs> Sam, how about you? I think since since everything's canceled now, I think it's sort of hard because I think in general, like when I went to college, I've been tr- struggling a little just to be consistent about finding a church and going to one. So I know a bunch of friends, but their service is pretty early too, and I can't. I usually, or I haven't been waking up on time to go to service there. But I think in general, like I, I miss Christian community, especially my fellowship on campus. I think that was a really good way that I was, I was keeping up with my faith. I was keeping up with fellowship and uh, not having that around is, is sort of tough because when we're all there in person, it's a lot easier to just remind each other, like what purpose are we there for? Um, like who are we worshiping? And now that we're all at home, like it's a different feeling for sure. Yeah, I totally hear you. Like all three of you, like I, I feel the same way in my own life. Like you know, Gabriel's back in North Carolina with his parents, and and I'm I'm at home with mine, and not having like miss you too, babe. What? <laughs> <laughs> miss you too, babe. Um, okay, uh, but yeah, like, yeah, miss you too as well. I totally went over my head there. Not having a, like a consistent meeting with uh, like with peers and, and especially peers that are also Christian, it really does kind of like because now like most of my interactions with my friends online are, are are all like to play games or just like catching up like not even much right so so there is less of this sort of like impetus to like um, I guess strive for for faith I guess um, or try to uh, further uh, like connection with God I guess it's kind of hard to do that independently without seeing peers in the same situation so i totally hear you guys hopefully we can continue try doing things digitally and try maybe using aim like have you heard of aol chat before no yeah wait before the yeah. <laughs> right like when we used opera opera what the heck is that Netscape? Um, yeah it's a, br- that it's a browser nest cafe Man, you guys are also yeah, young. They, I don't think they even get this. What is the oldest browser that you guys remember? Opera. Uh, remember? Internet Explorer. Mozilla Firefox. That is the youngest thing you can ever Hey, think. I'm on Firefox. No, right Mozilla now. Firefox <laughs> is not new, but it's not old. It's not old. It's like, think like, Thanks, think like Internet Explorer and, and Netscape. 
those netscape netscape yeah those yeah those were the old ones sorry i know the church is trying our church that we go to is trying really hard to uh do things digitally so with that um i'm gonna take it to break um and when we come back we're gonna do a fun segment called soft move or boss move you're listening to the woes podcast brought to you by uh uh and um featuring maddie lau uh uh um 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 uh, um uh you know uh so um so welcome back to the podcast now we will move on to a segment that i am taking from one of my favorite podcasts called Jalen jacoby it's called soft move or boss move it explains itself we'll share a story and then you guys will let us know if it's a soft move or a boss move and explain a little bit so here we go in the news the owner of an arcade in Britain was reported to have replaced the toys usually inside the claw machines with toilet paper rolls. He claims that customers have given good feedback because it's funny. Replacing the toys in the arcade machine with toilet paper, boss move or soft move? I just want to go on record. Anything a British person does is a soft move by definition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, what kind of kid is going to take out a claw, like a toilet paper roll and be like, yes. I got like three ply, you know, like. Yeah, woohoo, I won responsibility. <laughs> I hope they have my brands. Yeah, that's kind of a soft move. I mean, I don't know any kid who wants, you know, Charmin Ultra Soft over like a stuffed teddy bear. <laughs> Charmin Ultra I mean, soft. in this situation, maybe a soft move is a good thing because you don't want it to be too abrasive. But you can always sell toilet like... paper rolls. Was that a toilet paper pun? Yeah, Charmin was. is a soft move. Abrasive. <laughs> <catching that. laughs> Charmin is an ultra soft move. <laughs> Don't you feel like the claw machine is going to get overrun by Karens and Debras trying to <laughs> get that last one? Yeah, that's oh my true. Goodness. All right, I guess uh, it seems like it's a soft or ultra soft move. Uh, moving on, speaking of Karens and Debras, in a Missouri Walmart, a customer's water broke in the toilet paper aisle. A labor nurse was on scene and firefighters arrived quickly enough to help with the delivery and reported that customers were cheering and clapping for the woman as she was rolled out of the store on a gurney to the hospital. Go into Walmart to stock up on toilet paper for your family, even when you're very, very pregnant. Soft move or boss move? We're going to talk about the fact that she went to the Walmart and not gave birth in the aisle. That's the boss move right there, man. <laughs> well, I heard about there was like um, a woman, however, who gave birth in a Chick-fil-A. And then the Chick-fil-A said that they would give, like, the daughter or son or whatever a job as soon as, like, he or she turned 14 and free Chick-fil-A for the rest of her life. So if this woman gets free toilet paper for the rest of her life, that's such a boss move. I mean, wait. I, I, and that boy's name? Jesus Christ. Closed on Sunday. I agree with Gabriel. And that is a super boss move to, like, to think of, of your family's needs over uh, your own very pregnant body. Do we agree? Yeah, I think yeah, we agree. Boss move. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's hard enough giving birth. Like, obviously, that most of us here would not know what that's like. I speak from experience, Sam. No, speak for yourself, man. Maybe one day, but, but not today. <laughs> what? What is that one day? How is that going to happen? I'm not sure, man. I'll give birth to, like, a teddy bear or Wait. something. 
So I think we can agree it's a boss yeah. move. But Very boss. It could have been more boss. Like, can you imagine giving birth in like the meat aisle? Oh my god, <laughs> that's way more badass. So weird. <laughs> but does the placenta just like end up in the meat oh, aisle? No, no, no. Yeah, can, I, can, oh. can I get a price check on placentas? <laughs> Some people would Clean buy that though. Are you stupid? Ugh. Uh, would you not? Who is it? Like Kim Kardashian? It cures your it cures your postpartum depression apparently. Ew. By eating by eating others How? or your own? No, no, your own. <laughs> your own. I think. So do you think that how does that cure your postpartum? Is that a wives' tale? It's like a lot of hormones and stuff that like that like release during the process of giving birth. Like once you eat your placenta, it's like you're getting a lot of those hormones back. So it like balances a lot of levels in your brain. I don't know if that's wait, but how do you even? Like, do you like request the hospital to save your placenta or something? Yeah, you can do that. You can also make it into a pill form. Oh can I have it medium rare? Wait, so do you think that this lady had to like, you know, pay for pay Walmart to bring the placenta home at the self checkout line? <laughs> no, but wait, you, you give you give birth to the placenta after you give birth to the baby. Right. So <laughs> when she was taking out the journey, she's like, "Hey, I actually, I actually want it. Can wait, someone but, get it at aisle seven? Wait, but wait, did she give birth in the Walmart or did she just yeah like, in the water Walmart? Break? So it, it broke, oh. in the, broke, and then she gave birth in the Walmart, and then she was taken out. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Maybe. And that child's name? Satan. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Jesus is born in Chick-fil-A, I think we know where Satan's <laughs> Walmart. Walmart. So, let's keep it moving. Jake Johnson, the voice of Peter Parker in the animated movie Into the Spider-Verse, posted on his Instagram that he will send a personal voice message to any child or parents of that child who asks to send some encouraging words to fans during this time of social distancing. Going out of your way to record personal messages to your fans, soft move or boss move? That's pretty boss move. That's, that's really nice of him to do that. And if it's soft, it's soft in the most tender and loving True. way. Exactly. True, yeah. I'd say that's a boss move. I'd say the only soft move part of, it, part of that is like, if you're an eight-year-old, like, are you really going to be like, oh my gosh, the world's ending because I can't go outside. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's when the world does end if you can't play with your friends, right? They don't really like know I mean, too do, much. Do eight year olds really go outside and play yeah, with friends today? Like... Well, I mean, I know for a fact that they're not at the crane machines trying to get toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, the, the claw machines are closed for them. Those are for parents. <laughs> they might be playing uh, League of Legends with Sam, though. <laughs> yeah, you hop on. Sam, hop stay on, with man. eight year olds. You can't do that. After I think college. my KDA might be lower than an eight year old, though. <laughs> Actually, Broad strokes, how do you guys feel about the celebrity response to COVID? Because, I mean, a lot of people are really making an effort to do good things. A lot of celebrities are sort of, woe is me right now. How do you guys feel, broad strokes, about the celebrity response? As sad as it is, I feel like it is probably going to take, like, celebrities, like, getting COVID-19 for people actually to start, like, taking it more seriously. So, like, when, like, Tom Hanks, his wife got it, and, like... Justin Trudeau's life, like, I feel like a lot of people will start to, like, take it more seriously, like, oh, like, we need to actually, like, think about this and, like, stop going out and stuff. Yeah, I, I think it's like kind of a boss move for Jake Johnson in this situation. I don't think he announced, at least with this Instagram post, that he is testing positive. Um, he's pretty much not even m m mentioning, like, any, like, anxiety in his post. He's really just saying, hey, guys, I know we're home right now. I'm wa I want to maybe help if I can because of the movie I was in. You know, let's do it. And I think that's cool. Like, it's not only when he gets it and he's like, oh, guys, you have to worry. It's sort of like, like hey, guys, like, let's stay positive. 
yeah, and I, I, I don't know, it's it's wonderful to have these opportunities to find some positivity, you know? Like, 9-11 is another good example of a pretty severe tragedy where you can see a lot of good in the world, you know? Like, Buckingham Palace, um, for the fr broke tradition um, for the first time ever and played um, our national anthem as opposed to theirs to honor that. And it's just, these tragedies are terrible, but they remind us that people are far more together than they are apart. Going on, I have one more soft move or boss move. A well, California bakery is promoting safe behaviors during this uh, pandemic by selling quote unquote quarantine cakes bearing messages like wash your hands or don't touch your face. The Instagram account says that in times of social isolation and fear, it's human connection, acts of love, and comfort food that will get us through it. Theming your bakery goods to send positive messages about washing your hands is that a soft move or boss move? are they doing anything philanthropic with it or is it just we are paying for cakes with things written on them from what i'm reading even though follow-up questions are hard in this situation i do not see anything that says they're doing anything philanthropic then i smell capitalism yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe just unnecessary move because if people are already out buying cake, I don't know if they're gonna listen to someone telling them to socially isolate themselves, especially if it's written on said cake. Also, I feel like that's a lot of work you're doing, like you're using icing, whatever, to like put on your cake, and you're not getting that much reward. You can just give them a pamphlet or something. Well, in this article, it says that they're only doing takeout and delivery orders, so maybe their distancing from people has started making them sort of express themselves socially through the cake letters but like okay so new jersey at least right it's like on lockdown so except for like necessary travel i guess i don't know if ordering a cake that says wash your hands counts as necessary travel well, i'm actually not sure if they are oh no never mind. hungry now they are titled quarantine <laughs> cakes if you were looking at a menu for a bakery and ordering a takeout like for like you know like cakes or cupcakes and and you had the op option to buy quarantine cakes would you <laughs> would you click on that real quick add to cart yeah it's i just want to back up difference who is the market for the quarantine cake <laughs> like who's like man i gotta get my essentials toilet paper um it's karen and debbie and my cake <laughs> you're right it's karen and deborah what am i saying yo if they throw in a roll of toilet paper with with three cupcakes. <laughs> GG. After three cupcakes, I'll need a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> Edit that out. I don't like that quality of humor in this cast. <laughs> you had a knee-jerk reaction and I want it gone. I would actually agree with Patrick. I think it's just unnecessary move, but it is at least like, unnecessary doesn't mean it's soft necessarily, but I think definitely like it's kind of just random. <laughs> I don't know, any thoughts on that? Besides. I don't know, man, like, I think, who, yeah, who are you really going to send that to? I was thinking, like, if you want to do something nice, right, like, during this time, you'd, like, buy a cake for your elderly neighbor. But, like, if the cake says, like, wash your hands, man, dude, if I were that neighbor, I'd just be like, yo, send it back, send it back. Yeah, what is that? That's, like, the most passive-aggressive thing you can, like, send to, like, Steve from the fifth floor that doesn't wash their hands all the time. Yeah, send him a cake. Like, like, especially in the Well, like, yeah, it's just like stay in your house. Like, that's kind of, I don't know. It's not really a positive message. Well, more unnecessary than anything, I guess. The Woes Podcast is a Yo Dude production brought to you by Sam.
No, dude. Jungle, dude. Thanks, dude. Yo, dude. Yo, dude. Yo, dude. Dang, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Hit me up. Real quick, backing up to the uh, Jake Johnson topic. What level do you guys feel you guys are at in terms of, like, how do you feel about this situation? I know you guys are younger, right? So the, the, the news probably says, like, the, the science out there is saying that young people are, are less less vulnerable and very easy uh, you know to survive like there's the basketball players that are coming out saying they have like very little symptoms even though they are testing positive how are you guys feeling toward the situation are you guys worried nervous um yeah so i think like and it, my perception something changed a lot like a few weeks ago i was like so ready to just like you know take advantage of like low airplane prices and just like go to hawaii or something or like go to la and just like hang out because like obviously it's not a bigger risk to me but i feel like at the same time i've learned like a lot of people like they i don't want to like be like someone to like spread the virus either so like even if i wouldn't like personally be like affected or like even like, get that sick from it like i don't want to like um like have the virus and then like transmit it to someone else who like could potentially like feel it much worse than i do so i think i'm just trying to like you know do my best to like be more socially responsible and go be inside more and try to like give it to anyone else. Um, I think sort of like in the same way. I think at first I sort of didn't really like um, think of you know COVID nineteen as like that really like that big of an issue. Um, but I think now like it's I think it's important to remember that like you know while it's not like the end of the world or anything like that. So um, you know the Karens and the Debras could maybe like chill out a little bit. I think it is important to know that um, it is definitely a big issue that's going on and we do need to like be careful and, um, you know, like just sort of listen to like um, like the government or like authorities when they tell us that like, you know, we need to, um, you know, like distance ourselves from people and like not go out unless we have to. Um, so I think it's just really important just to remember that, you know, like um, it's not to be selfish. Just remember that like, you know, just because you don't show any symptoms, um, you could still have and just be asymptomatic. So like, it's important to just, you know, like um, keep, you know, keep to yourselves, you know, and not try to come in contact with huge groups of people just to not spread it. Yeah, I think, I think both of those answers are really good. Like pretty much what I want to say. I think when it first came out, yeah, I was like, oh, I guess it's not too bad. Obviously I didn't, I didn't see it going to such a large scale as this. But when it first came out, I wasn't really worried for myself. Yeah, because I've, I've like seen younger people like don't get that many symptoms or it doesn't become that bad for them. I think who I was really concerned for was like that at risk population, right? So, so the elderly and like, I think my parents started to fall like a little more towards that side. So I think personally, because of them, I just wanted to stay cautious if not for myself, then for the people I really care around me, care for around me. I think something interesting though is that like the the day I knew this was gonna be terrible was like the day the NBA canceled like the rest of their season. Like me and all my guy friends were like, "Oh man, this is getting real now." Yeah, I noticed the the severity of the situation when um the leagues. I watch a lot of soccer, and the leagues just started closing down one after another. And then I was like, "Wow, this is." This is a much bigger deal than I thought it was going to be initially. And I think um, we can agree that like people have an individual responsibility, like Steph was saying, to not spread this virus, to take this seriously and to take the necessary precautions. And I think that's good. And I, I think we're seeing a lot of people really make that effort. But I wonder, do you guys feel like we have an equally important responsibility to preserve a world economy right now? Or do you think that needs to be taking much more of a back burner right now? 
Honestly, like, I think we really should be like continue to like buy things definitely because like a lot of people are just like struggling with their stuff. There's gonna be so much unemployment. Like just like looking at the news, like a lot of people already like can't make ends meet. There's a lot more people going to like food shelters and everything because they're not like they're losing their jobs. So I think it is important to like continue to like buy food, like support local businesses, and maybe in ways that are not like conducive to spreading diseases. Like like going to like you know get a takeout cake is like okay. You know, just to make sure Always that, you know, has wash your hands written on the top. Let's buy some quarantine cakes for Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if I never had to talk to Deborah in my life, though. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm with you, Steph, for sure. I think, I think we need to make sure we're doing our best, but we're not short-sighted with what it means to do our best. And, like, it, we don't want to lose any lives that we don't have to lose, but we also don't want these families and these people to be losing their businesses left and right. Like... Um, just personally, I worked at a restaurant and they'll, they've been around for 17 years and they're saying it's likely they'll go under because of this thing. And like that might be a necessary casualty. It's hard to tell with restaurants, but lots of businesses don't need to be going under that are. It's really nice to hear you guys having a sort of sense of people around you and, and your community um, when you think about the situation. I totally get like we can be inconvenienced in our current situation, but it's always important to think of others. Um, that reminds me of like one of my favorite Bible verses like uh, in Philippians chapter two, it says, in humility, consider others better than yourselves. So there's uh, there's this article on um, this magazine, The Relevant, and it just, it talks about like other ways to help the Let me know if you guys have heard of these. Like this is one thing that my, my parents are doing, but it's sort of just like, you know, like checking up on friends and offer help to those who are at greater risk to the virus. So like maybe providing food or groceries or just making sure that they're doing okay. There's donating to a food bank, donating blood, supporting and encouraging healthcare workers, supporting small businesses, which we mentioned and tipping generously, buying Karen that quarantine cake. Um, and also what we're doing now is finding creative ways to connect with and encourage others. Have you guys thought of these things before regarding ways you guys can help the community or the people around you, even though you're sick at home? Um, well, I think, well, me and my sister are both um, like registered blood donors, uh, just because like our school like runs like a blood drive every year. Um, unfortunately, that was one of the things that they canceled this year, like because of the outbreak, because it usually happens like around um, the end of March. Um, but I mean, like, definitely if I can, I definitely would want to. But just because that I was, um, you know, I was in Florida less than two weeks ago. So I, if I, in case I was exposed to, I kind of want to like wait a little bit before I, you know, start going like back out to like the public world. Yeah, and definitely with such a with such a definite exposure, you run the risk of being even asymptomatic, you know? So that yeah. responsibility does have to extend beyond just the two week incubation period. So that's smart, Pat. Yeah, I think, I think something that's sort of nice to see right now is, I don't know, since I've been at home, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos and a lot of like major, um, a lot of like major channels are holding different things to a fundraise. So I think those are like donating, like seeing that many, those many ways to donate and to different charities as well. Like that's something really encouraging to me and something I like encourage people to do if they have means. Um, for me, it's, it's a little hard considering, like, since I can't go outside, like, how can we help local businesses, especially since New Jersey's on lockdown? And I think, like, that's something that, you know, if any of you guys have suggestions, like, yeah, I'm down to listen.
So one thing that I've been thinking of, I have a, I am fortunate enough to have a unique enough situation where I am not regularly exposed to anybody who's at risk. So I've been trying to do my best to selectively and carefully and responsibly patronize the businesses that I can and sort of, I think people that aren't going to be interacting with a lot of at risk should try to maintain more of a normalcy to keep those kinds of businesses afloat and people who do interact with at-risk people and certainly ask at-risk people can then take even more steps to being more isolated, more quarantined, because we can start to provide for them more with our normalcy. Right, right, right. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I feel like since I've got back, I've just been trying to like donate money a lot to like, like food organizations and stuff like that, like, 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 like world hunger and stuff. But I think like, like Patrick and I are probably going to Chick-fil-A today. Like we just like, yeah, and I think steps like that are good. And I think culture right now, a lot of people are very scared. And within that sphere, people are lashing out and shaming people for doing things like that. Like they're demanding the most extreme measures from everyone because they're afraid. And while I empathize with that position, it's not the right reaction because it doesn't actually help the most people I, I like to hear that you guys are still you know thinking positively in the situation and still thinking about going to chick-fil-a um, to the mall together uh stay safe but still like that's like cool that you guys are still keeping the sense of like um positively and positivity and um, just like enormously in your life uh but still being educated in the situation um yeah and one thing to think about is i mean it's hard to look at the situation and say we're not headed towards a pretty severe recession. So try to put your money less in recession-proof businesses. So focus a little bit less on going to the supermarket. Try to order from some of these restaurants that are now just able to do takeout and delivery so that they can start to make ends meet. It's a little more expensive, but we're saving a lot of money just by being as isolated as we are. And we can start funneling that money into businesses that will be more prone to, vic to being victimized by the recession. Whereas grocery stores, barbers, like they're always going to be around. Yeah, our podcast right. is sponsored by Quarantine Cakes for Deborah <laughs> and Karen. Good luck, Karen. Yeah, don't leave Karen out. Uh, our, our our podcast. Is, She's the original Deborah. Uh, our podcast is sponsored by uh, Quarantine Cakes for Deborah and Karen. Let's call them Karen Cakes. Karen Cake. Quarantine. Any passive aggressive message you want to print on a big good Karen Cakes. Quarantine <laughs> Cakes. I like that stuff. Quarantine Cakes. <laughs> We have options such as stop walking your dog on my lawn, <laughs> pick your kid up on time, and let me speak to the manager. Please, please start my child at the next soccer game. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on that? Final thoughts on this? I, uh, I mean, yeah, go ahead, Sam. I think like just something I want to give a quick shout out to is like, um, yeah, our like day to day lives are inconvenienced, and I'm pretty like there. This is definitely on our minds, but I think just like as a verbal shout out like to like the healthcare um, industry right now um like the people on the front lines really fighting this like i feel like even though like local businesses and our daily lives they're all being interfered with like these people are really like it's tough for them right now the situation just gets worse every day and so a lot of respect and a lot of prayers out to you guys um to anyone who's working in that industry right now yeah absolutely and like we have to remember like this illness targets a lot of autoimmune and elderly and it's terrible to lose those lives but those are at-risk lives but the healthcare professionals that are dying to this new thing that we don't know how to treat that's a lot of just young professionals fresh out of medical school it's very very tragic losses and the 
courage that it takes to show up to work knowing that you might die just so someone else can live that's that's love at its purest form for sure well said yeah with that we're going to take another quick break um and then we're going to conclude our first episode All the great background music in this episode are created by Hoven, one of my former Sunday school students. I will put the link to his SoundCloud in the description of this podcast. Here is a clip of some of his music. Welcome back again to the podcast. Uh, our next segment is going to be called Teen Talk. As a 24-year-old, I, especially interacting with a lot of uh, youth and college students uh, in my life in church ministry, I don't always understand what people are saying. So whenever I do have younger guests on the show, I'm going to ask them to explain some young people talk for me. So Patrick, Steph, um, and Sam, I want you to try to tell me if this is a real thing. But two days ago, I was messaging a family friend who's in high school and telling him that I might try to start a podcast. He responded with the message, tough, T-U-F-F. And then he followed that up with, not that hard to do too. So I was confused. I was like, what do you mean? He says that tough means dope. Uh, but it made no sense for me because it's so opposite of what I just sound old right now. But so young people tell me is tough a term that you've heard before? T U F F. Yeah, it's a it's probably like one of the words I use the most in yeah. everyday life. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that it is? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I say it a lot. Use like it that. in a sentence right now. Or you can say like, 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 uh, like, like oh, the stuff you told me. Tough. We're going to get Chick fil A after this. I'd be like, oh, that's tough. Like, oh, that's dope. That's cool. Sam, uh, why can't you say dope? Are you too cool for that? Question mark. Well, because dope is like a drug reference. You know, I don't do those types of things. I'm a child of God. So you yeah, say tough, tough is a reference to struggle, which is the opposite of cool. So six of one. Really. Like struggle? struggle is cool. Yeah, struggling is cool. Jesus. <laughs> cool, Double yeah. Last year. Well, I think T-U-F-F, tough, is actually facial hair that's not quite a beard yet. But not like actually. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Or that might be tuft, like T U F T. I think it's tuft with a T Yeah, it might be. It might be. Wait, is that what the college is named after? Yeah, yeah. Tuft is the one. Yeah, it's named after facial hair. Wow. Yo, no wonder I couldn't get in. Not bad. Sam, can you use in a sentence describing your League of Legends? Tough. Oh, all right, yo, dude. My squad or or my squad just scored just scored an ace. That's tough. I like how we started with Yo Dude to bring the '90s kids <laughs> into it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Sam might be the oldest one here at heart. Yeah, I think my vocab might might be a little outdated. Well, I, as a member of Gen Z, I also use tough, just like Patrick, because I too am young and hip. <laughs> so if I were to use it like, oh, uh, I just got my paycheck today, tough. That's like regular. Yeah, I would assume I didn't make very much money. <laughs> That's tough, bro. That, so are you T-O-U-G-H or T-U-F-F? That's very confusing for me, but... I'm fine with new words, but I don't like taking words we have and changing the meaning. That's how Karen and Deborah get out of touch. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they've been out of touch for a long time. 
they should that bakery should also sell tough bread tough bread <laughs> nobody's gonna buy bread. tough bread now. <laughs> they're doing they should sell <laughs> urban dictionary prints <laughs> you know what's really ironic urban dictionary is super dated you know like that concept i have seen some of that yep that's like a 10 year old that's website. me saying it yep but it's still updated by people but some stuff is not right <laughs> so how many people in this chat use tiktok i have been in a couple of my friends but i do not have the app myself because i think it's a waste of time patrick i've never liked you more he just met him <laughs> <laughs> but a minute ago he said tough so this wasn't hard i've never used tiktok me neither yeah, we know Pops. If I were referring to TikTok, I'd be talking about Kesha. That song is tough. Honestly, <laughs> that's exactly my age group, Matt. Called out. No, but I think TikTok is so stupid because, like, you'll just be, like, walking around in public and, like, you'll see a bunch of people dancing and, like, I just want to take their phone. Like, it's so <laughs> annoying. It's, it's Five just, years ago, that was selfies. It's <laughs> the pinnacle normal. of narcissism. It's terrible. I was actually talking about social media woes with my father because we're both, you know, speaking of woes, people that complain about things like that. And I just feel like things like TikTok and Instagram, we manufacture such a false perception of our own self and we'll never be able to live up to that same perception when we see ourselves in a natural state. So it's just, I feel like we're generating such disparity in our own image, you know? All right, pop. Yeah, dude. So, so, <laughs> the last uh, thing I'd like to do before we end this podcast is I want to ask all of us here, um, what's good? So in, in your life right now, what is something positive you can share with the world right now? Let's go ahead with uh, Sam. What's good in the world right now? Man, I was about to say I was getting good at League, League of Legends, even though I'm not. I guess I can't use that right now. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. Like, yes, yeah, what's good with you? Yeah. yeah. With you. Well, I'm getting I'm getting better at jungle. So uh, my KDA went from a zero to uh, something that's not zero. So I, I got a kill and, and that's improvement. So I can so, add the hashtag League of Legends to this podcast episode, can I? Yeah, but then wait. See, if you do that, man, you're gonna you're gonna mislead people because people are gonna be like, "Yo, dude, we got like a legendary like Twitch streamer," and meanwhile, it's like this kid who's like, "Oh, dang, dude, I died again." After your prime, <laughs> the guy who's flexing about having his whatever be over zero. Yeah, dude. Some people are gonna be really massively disappointed when they see this. I'm just gonna be like, "Yeah, dude, hit me up." <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's go to Patrick. Um, well, I think just being able to, you know, have more time, I think I'm just like able to um, do more things that like I've always wanted to do. And by do more things, I mean like watch more of the shows that I've always wanted to like finish watching. So like right now, uh, I just got back into Avatar The Last Airbender, which like I haven't watched in so long. And like, I just remember like all like the like amazing jokes, like Steph, I just watched the uh, the Mushroom Cloud episode again. Like that's something I haven't seen like 10 years. So it's really nice to bring back those memories. Dude, that, that is a classic show in my top five, for sure. Uh, a show in four by three format, by the way. Yeah, that's um, how I read my decks. How you read your books? No, that's how I make my decks. Because so I'll show you my brother, like, my stock pitch decks. Your decks? Like, my slides. Oh. <laughs> it's, all, it's all complicated words for the Excel spreadsheets. Is that what's good for you, Steph? Or do you have something kind of more... Um, 
I think like in general, it's it, like I someone told me this, but it's like when has like the entire human population like had a chance to just like be inside, you know, and just like like take a break from everything that's going on. So in a way, it is a blessing to kind of just like be inside, and, like have like a lot more time for like self reflection and just like finding new hobbies and, and just like taking a, like taking a little break just from the world. And I think that's really nice. Well said, uh, Gabriel. How about you? Ah, uh, so right now I'm just I. So I left Jersey City because I wasn't trying to get infected. So I've been able to spend a lot of time with my family in these times. And uh, I finally got my motorcycle back up and running, all cleaned, all registered. So I'm going to take that back up over the summer. So just little victories like that have really just been nice and a welcome experience in this time. Um, what's good for me, I would say I am happy that we were able to do this podcast and uh the cheesy answer here but to have a chance to catch up with you guys um on a different note i would say i've been playing the new game animal crossing on nintendo switch <laughs> and Ooh. even though i am isolated or i'm distancing at home indoors i am doing all the stuff outdoors on animal crossing and so like fishing and cooking when did it come out again friday came out friday yeah true and it's just a really uh cute game that's kind of tough that's going to do it for today uh steph patrick and sam thanks for joining always nice to catch up with you i'm really excited for what the future has in store for you guys all really bright kids shout out to my friend gabriel for co-hosting producing this with me thank you for helping keep the podcast on track all the music in this episode uh, were provided by two of my former Sunday school students named hoven and antioch so big shout out to them so until next time stay tough